Now, the making of a good compilation tape is a very subtle art. Are you ready? Yes. No, babe, are you ready? Do you know what a cassette is? Play it. Don't you want to hear what's next? I don't hear any music. I made that tape special for today. Dope music. A show where we basically create a mixtape for you, like we did in the 90s. I just, I thought this tape was going to be a conversation stimulator. Cassette, cassette, cassette. Welcome to the mixtape. Every week we are serving up an hour-long mixtape. 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 90.3 KRNU, welcome to The Mixtape, another fantastic episode with another fantastic colleague. And I am joined today by Jemlyn Griffin. Hi, Jemlyn. Hello there. Do you want to tell everybody your full title in all of its glory? Sure. Uh, it's Jemlyn Griffin. It's a long title. Assistant Professor of Practice of Advertising and Public Relations yes. in the College of Journalism and Mass Communications. There you go. There you go. It's very long. <laughs> it's a lot of words. The fanciest people have the most uh, words in their title, we all know. Oh, I yes. challenged Adam Wagler to get his title on, like, in some sort of graphically pleasing way on a business card, and he has yet <laughs> to meet that challenge. I think it's important to say. It's a good idea. So today on the mixtape, and, and people who are listening know we do an hour-long show, and it's focused on something, and that can be kind of anything. So I look around for students, staff, faculty, or people in the community that have something, I don't know, that they're really passionate about or something that's interesting about their background. And you and I were talking, and we sort of settled on San Diego. Why? Because I'm from there, and I am a California girl at heart. I was born and raised in San Diego. You know, there's cities within cities in San Diego. So I was born uh, in National City. There's a lot of Filipino-Americans there. Um, and I just grew up there, and that's also where my husband's from. So that is where our heart is for sure. That's fantastic. So many of us, myself included, were born and raised in Nebraska. So I have no real idea. I've been to California. Sure. I have no real idea what it would be like to live there other than expensive and the weather is nice. <laughs> yeah. Is that, are both of those Indeed. <laughs> yeah. Except for some reason, everyone thinks that if you're from California, you live on the beach. And I definitely did not live on the beach. <laughs> we probably went like every weekend, which I know that sounds whiny, Still, no. but it was, it was fun. It was, uh, it was nice to know that you weren't like, whenever I think of being in Nebraska and being landlocked, it gives me a little bit of anxiety. So I try not to think about it. Fair. <laughs> we try not to think about it too. Yeah. <laughs> So the music of San Diego, it's interesting. San Diego, like a lot of California cities, has a very distinct kind of musical history. If you go like Northern California, that has a particular sound. Yeah. San Diego has its own thing, too. Mm -hmm. And one of the biggest ways or, or um, kind of eras that San Diego got really popular was sort of in this like pop punk thing yeah. in the 90s mm -hmm, sure. with giant bands like Blink-182. Mm -hmm. Well, I love Blink-182. I mean, being a 90s kid myself, that was definitely my jam. And even my husband, he still follows them to this day. Um, and all of their other bands, like Angels and Airwaves, et cetera, et cetera. And so we love them. And one of my teachers uh, in high school actually dated uh, a member of Blink-182. Which one? <laughs> I think, actually, I don't yeah, want to say Tom. the wrong one. Maybe it's Tom. <laughs> it's I feel like it might Tom. be Tom. Maybe. I don't know any of these people, but I'm going to say it's Tom. So <laughs> what are the... <laughs> I'm just I, I don't want to put out a rumor that. out there, you know, <laughs> right. and, then, and then my high school teacher just calls me right. and slander just <laughs> happened. So oh. Blink-182 formed in the early 90s, 92. So how this worked, and it's just a fantastically Blink-182 story, right? Tom DeLonge got suspended from school. Um, I think it was at a basketball game. He came to a basketball game mm -hmm. or football game drunk, and he got suspended from school. So he had to go to a different school. And at that different school, he <laughs> met Carrie Key. 
okay, fine. Yeah, they start sure. talking about music. Carrie Key was dating Anne Hoppus. Anne Hoppus had a brother who also liked this sort of snarly punk rock stuff, yep. and that's Mark Hoppus, and that is the origin story of Blink-182. Travis Barker, who very famous drummer in Blink-182 now, yep. was not in there in the beginning. He didn't come in until after Dude Ranch. So he was not the drummer until, like, Enema of the State type, sure. type era. So yeah. damn it, not Travis Barker. But yes. an excellent song. Yes, nonetheless, a mm-hmm. great song. So let's do that one. This is Damn It. It's Blink 182 on the mixtape on 90.3 KRNU.
Welcome back to the mixtape. The mixtape this week is the music of San Diego. We can only play 10 songs, so it's not exhaustive. Unfortunately, we've, you know, had to cut a few people, notably what Frankie J. Yes. Uh, Nick Cannon. Um, and sadly, Tom Waite, who I think is amazing, but here's the thing. He was like in LA and then went to San Diego and then went back to LA. So I feel like it's a he's better suited for a different episode of the mixtape. I promise we'll get back to him. If you love the music of San Diego, like I and my guest Gemlin Griffin do, then you can check out the mixtape Spotify playlist that we made for you. You can go to our Twitter handle at the mixtape KRNU and check it out. 
So we are rocking this episode of the mixtape about San Diego because Gemelin is from San Diego. And so are one of, I think, the most underrated rock bands of the 90s. It kind of They kind of get lost in this grunge scene, but they are very different than grunge, and that's Stone Temple Pilots. Gemelin, were you into grunge in the 90s? Not that much, but I always think it's interesting coming from a place like San Diego where literally it's 70 degrees every single day and it's sunshine Mm -hmm. and the bands and the music that come out of San Diego. (laughs) You're like, these guys seem really depressed. Yes, exactly. go to the beach all the time. That always surprises me, but I certainly have had friends that were into that scene and and really followed them. So I love their music. I just don't know a lot about their history or anything. Well, I can tell you about their history. Yes, (laughs) please. Don't don't mind uh, formed in the late 80s and so they were kind of this part of this big grunge push in the early 90s but they were not a part of the Seattle scene at all they had been doing kind of a um, like a parallel thing in San Diego for a while which is why when you listen to STP you'll find a lot more kind of glam rock tendencies than sort of dirgy it's raining all the time because sure. again sunshine does different yes, things to the brain indeed. than <laughs> rain does so Stone Temple Pilots formed in the late 80s by the DeLeo brothers that's Dean and Robert Dean on the guitar and Robert was the bass player and um, they were called Mighty Joe Young when they started, which is ridiculous. <laughs> what a do you, funny name. Do you remember that movie with Charlie's there and it had like a yeah, giant gorilla in it? I was going to say, the gorilla movie. The gorilla movie. So they were like, uh, maybe not on the gorilla <laughs> movie name, so let's do something else. So they called themselves Stone Temple Pilots. They had a bunch of fantastic albums, Core, Purple. My personal favorite is Tiny Music from the Vatican Gift Shop, which also is a very long <laughs> yes, album title. It is. And Stone Temple Pilots, plagued by a lot of stuff. So Scott mm-hmm. Weiland, the lead singer, a lot of struggles with drugs, and he unfortunately yeah. died in 2015. He was replaced by Chester Bennington from mm-hmm. Lincoln Park. From Lincoln Park, yeah. Yeah, as the lead singer. And then now Chester has passed away. He passed yeah. away in 2017. So they have been marked by incredible fame, yeah. um, incredible artistic vision, but mm-hmm. also incredible tragedy. Tragedy, yeah. So we are going to go back to some early STP. This one is Vaseline on the mixtape San Diego edition on 90.3 KRNU.
90.3 KRNU, welcome back to the mixtape. Every single Sunday at noon, we make another hour-long mixtape. And, of course, you can access the songs from the mixtape on our Spotify playlist. You can get that on our Twitter handle, at the mixtape KRNU. We would love to have you. Please follow us and uh, play the mix in your car. It's fantastic. What I love about the San Diego mixtape is how diverse in musical styles it is. I mean, we've gone, even so far, four songs in, we've gone from Blink-182, Slightly Stupid, Stone Temple Pilots, (laughs) and Iron Butterfly, all very different bands. And now we are going to take a really hard turn Mm -hmm. (laughs) to talk about a San Diego native who burst on the scene through reality television. So Gemelin, tell us about Adam Lambert. Oh, Adam Lambert. Uh, So he's older than I am. So we didn't necessarily graduate together, but we went to the same high school, um, Mount Carmel High School in San Diego. And let's just say Adam Lambert definitely looks different now than he did in high school. I need you to spill this tea. (laughs) Spill the tea. He had blonde hair. Yes. And he actually sang at high school graduation. And he sang a song. And I'm I cannot think of the song that he sang, but it was definitely not like the music he sings (laughs) and what he's known for. Uh Uh, But it was so funny because after an American Idol, you know, you always visit your hometown. And so he came through San Diego and people were going crazy. I just remember there was a car and he was sitting on it. And one of the high school girls, uh, I was the high school president whenever I was at Mount Carmel. And one of the girls on the student council just took off their shirt on stage. No, no. So my my advisor, who was also the head football coach, had to literally run up there, grab her and take her off of national television. So there you go. That's Adam Lambert. (laughs) <laughs> and like, ma'am, really barking up the wrong tree here. Like, what uh, are we Indeed. Do- I what mean, are we if doing? you know Adam Lambert. <laughs> at all. Right. He's very open yes, about exactly. his sexuality. Indeed, yeah. He, he is a gay icon. Yes. I don't know what you're trying really to do, is. Brittany. Put it back on. <laughs> exactly. Come on. Adam Lambert was on season eight of American Idol. Um, and then he went on to be the lead singer of Queen with Adam Lambert, which mm-hmm. makes sense. I mean, if you're going to call yourself Queen yeah. with Adam Lambert, you better have Exactly. Adam you better... <laughs> Better ask Adam Lambert to be in the band. But, I mean, talk about big shoes to fill. Mm-hmm. So that, that dude's got pipes. Did he always sound as incredible? Oh, I mean, yeah. He's a natural talent. I think he's one of those guys that you you knew whenever you saw him perform that he was going to go places. So whenever I saw him on, uh, on an American Idol, I was like, oh, that totally doesn't surprise me. That's awesome. <laughs> I love that so much. Ooh, I love that journey. All right. Let's do uh, Adam Lambert's first big single. This is What Do You Want From Me on the mixtape on 90 point three KRNU. Hey, slow it down. What do you want from me? What do you want from me? Yeah, I'm afraid. What do you want from me? What do you want from me? Time. I didn't get 
KRNU, and we just heard some excellent music from San Diego because that's our mixtape this week. Adam Lambert and then P.O.D. So P.O.D., oh, Jamelin, P.O.D. Yes. I started in rock radio and P.O.D. was just coming out. And um, they have, it's, it's kind of that like late 90s, early 2000s new metal vibe when everybody was kind of mixing rap with rock. We yep. had Linkin Park mm-hmm. and we had Limp Bizkit, Limp Bizkit and all these kinds of bands. Yep. And P.O.D. had a very different vibe than those because they didn't seem like they were about excess. Mm-hmm. And there was a really sort of like SoCal... Um, Chicano sort of undertone to a lot of that and a a religious undertone to Mm -hmm. a lot of the things that they did. So were you into P.O.D.? Yes, my both my husband and I were obsessed with P.O.D. Um, and, you know, I think a lot of that influence stems from the fact that San Diego is obviously right by the border. So there's a lot of Hispanic influence just within the food. I cannot tell you how much I am in love with Mexican food. <laughs> uh, I think I'm pretty much Mexican when you look at the cuisine that I eat. But and that's all thanks to San Diego. And so um, P.O.D. is one of those groups that, with Youth of the Nation and mm-hmm. and all of those classic songs that whenever I think of P.O.D., that's what I think of. Uh, but I just love their vibe and everything they're about. So mm. Yeah, and they do. They are one of those bands with a message, and San Diego has a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Honestly, they have a lot of bands that have kind of come out of that sort of era. We're going to get to Augustana in a minute. That whole vibe, I mean, there's a lot of bands that sort of started off with a very spiritual message or spiritual core totally non-determinant on the genre that they actually went into. Another one of those bands, famously, is Switchfoot. Yes. Oh, Switchfoot. I've been to many of their concerts. I was one of their uh, main followers in high school. Okay, when you say many, (laughs) I'm going to need to know, are we talking about like four or are we talking about Uh, like 40? Probably, maybe like two dozen or so. That's a uh, lot yeah. of Switchfoot concerts. <laughs> yes. I I love, I think too, because I was so involved with uh, this group called Agape in high school. And so I think that was just the band that really made it mainstream uh, from, you know, the, the Christian world, I would say, even though they, I don't, I want to be careful using that word because their music definitely doesn't sound like traditional Christian music. Right. Um, But I love their messages and a lot of their songs just hit you to the core and you just hear them all over the place. It doesn't matter what background you're from. um, You typically hear their music used in a lot of places. So. 
there are a lot of bands who achieved contemporary um, large-scale fame as pop bands or rock bands yep. or whatever that sort of started as Christian bands because I think a lot of people start making music yeah. in church. Yeah, exactly. A um, lot of influence there. So that makes sense. If you're a kid and you attend uh, church, you're probably meeting a lot of other kids. You exactly. guys have a lot of creativity mm-hmm. and, frankly, spare time that yeah. adults don't have. <laughs> so you're like, hey, let's pick up some guitars. But if your your world sort of revolves around school Um, extracurriculars and church becomes a part of that. So I think it it only makes sense that there are a lot of bands that start from that place. Exactly. But yes, no, Switchfoot does not sound like Amy Grant or something. No, not at all. And I, there's something about Switchfoot that just makes me think of the beach because a lot of the concerts that I've been to were near a beach. And so when you were talking about the spiritual component of the music, I for sure can see that there's such a spiritual dynamic between nature and music. Um, And anytime I think of Switchfoot, I think, of just the beach and the ocean um, and just how powerful it is in their music. So. Oh, I love that. Yeah. All right, so we're going to play Switchfoot, It's Dare You to Move on the mixtape San Diego edition on 90.3 KRNU. Welcome to the planet Welcome to existence Everyone's here, everyone's here, everybody's watching you now, everybody waits for you now, what happens next, what happens next, I dare you.
90.3 KRNU. Welcome back to the mixtape. Excellent music there from Switchfoot and then a band called Rocket from the Crypt. Uh, I'm here with Gemeline Griffin, who's a professor of practice upstairs in ADPR. As if people really know where our offices is. Sure. ADPR is on the third floor, you guys. <laughs> Surprised you didn't know that. Yes. In the Anderson building. Mm-hmm. Broadcasting. gets confused with Andrew's building. <laughs> Oh, the poor students that come over that are like, I know. Where's my English class? The first day, man. Just stay out of the lobby. Like, you know what? Why don't you just switch your major? (laughs) Now you're a journalism uh, mass communications major. Come on over. You don't need that that class. Sorry, Andrews. (laughs) I'm sure you're great, too. We just played Rocket from the Crypt in the Wayback Machine. So the year was 1998. Okay. Way back. Yes. uh, I graduated from high school, as did my husband that year, and we went to Rockfest, and it was in Council Bluffs, Iowa, at West Fair, where a lot of these big festivals were. We both lived in Kearney, so that's three hours from here, Mm -hmm. and we all piled in a car with no directions. We had no idea. Of course. Just drive to Iowa. No No. Just drive to Iowa, and you'll figure it out. It'll be where the line of traffic is. Yep. And it was. So we went to uh, Rockfest. With our, we had taken some graduation money and bought tickets, and it was like our present to ourselves. Mm-hmm. My mom let me borrow her car because mine couldn't make the three hours to Iowa. Uh, <laughs> and we saw a lot, a lot of bands: mm-hmm. Foo Fighters, Creed. Oh, I love Before yes. those bands were huge, yep. they were the they were the headliners. But I mean, it was a smaller show in Iowa, and then uh, a bunch of other bands. And Rocket from the Crypt was on that. That, that lineup. List, yeah. So I have seen Rocket from the Crypt. I just wow. didn't care about them when I saw them. Okay. <laughs> I have a greater appreciation for them now. Yes. So that's Rocket yeah. from the Crypt. If you like that sort of like, uh, it's not really ska, but it has, uh, it's kind of punk with horns. Uh, yeah. Yeah. If people like punk music, but mm-hmm. are like, you know, I wish this punk rock sounded a little more like the Mighty Mighty mm-hmm. Boston's. Exactly. Maybe you should check out Rocket from the Crypt. So this is the mixtape, and we are making a mix of bands and artists from San Diego because Gemlin, our lovely guest today, is from the San Diego area. Mm-hmm. You know who else is from the San Diego area? Who? RuPaul. RuPaul. RuPaul oh, is from San yes. Diego. I did know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> RuPaul is from San Diego. Um, I did a, a copious amount of research on RuPaul. I think people know a great deal about him. And by the way, I did look up his pronouns. He actually does not care. Yeah. He has no preference. Mm-hmm. Him, her, her he, he, she, yep. whatever. Just just yeah. talk about RuPaul and exactly. RuPaul's happy about it. Born in 1960, moved to Atlanta when he was 15 and started performing in drag sort of in the Atlanta scene sure. and then got a break as an extra in the B-52's Love Shack video. <laughs> so if you ever watch the video for Love Shack, you'll see RuPaul dancing. That's amazing. Which is the best like little piece of information I can even imagine. That's awesome. But I wanted to play, uh, RuPaul had, uh, and has put out a lot of music now, but had a big hit in 1993 when people did not know who RuPaul Paul was, yeah. and that is called supermodel, and people still reference it, right? Mm-hmm. Work, work, yeah, cover girl, <laughs> exactly. I want to play that. It's RuPaul supermodel on the mixtape San Diego on ninety point three KRNU. Once upon a time, there was a little black girl in the Brewster Projects of Detroit, Michigan. At fifteen. She was spotted by an Ebony Fashion Fair talent scout, and her modeling career took off. You better work. You better 
I have one thing to say. You better work. 90.3 KRNU, the mixtape. Oh, man, that was RuPaul. Work. Supermodel. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. And I was 13 in 93 when it came out, and it was the perfect song. If you're in middle school mm-hmm. or early high school and yep. a song like that comes out, much like Right Said Fred's I'm Too Sexy or something, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just an invitation to be, or Madonna's Vogue, it's just an exactly. invitation to be campy and silly and fun and, I don't know, just kind of feel good about yourself. And have it never leave your head. I'm pretty sure that's going to be in my head the rest of the day. <laughs> as, as you're grading, work. Yes, exactly. Driving home. A good anthem. (laughs) Oh, man. I love RuPaul. Uh, Fantastic. And you tell me, mm -hmm. Gemlin, you are from San Diego. As a person who lives in the Midwest, why would anyone ever leave California? It seems so beautiful. (laughs) That's a great question. I think you said it earlier. It's expensive. I mean, when you think of the astronomical prices in San Diego, I recently heard that the market in terms of housing has actually surpassed Los Angeles. Angeles. What? Uh, and so when you look at just the rental uh, properties there, it's just, it's so expensive. So it's impossible to, when I lived in New York, there, I thought it, I saw a sign walking down the street and it said, I can't afford to love New York. And that's kind of how I feel about San Diego. <laughs> so I'm not asking you to be a real estate expert, but just give no. me a vibe here. Mm-hmm. So if I was going to buy a house. Yep. In San Diego, not sure. on the beach, not some fancy okay, okay. house that yeah. you know you see in like Big Little Lies or mm-hmm. something, um, but some sort of just a regular a regular house. house. A You're regular probably looking house. at like six hundred thousand uh, to eight hundred thousand, depending on the area of San Diego. I will tell you the house that we live here. Man, my in-laws, um, their house is probably the size of our living room, mm. and it's worth almost a million dollars. So when you look at, yeah, just the sheer cost of living there, it's quite expensive. When you came to Nebraska, and you went to to buy a home. Mm-hmm. Did you buy or did you yes. buy? Okay, we bought right away. <laughs> You're like, uh, yes. Please. Well, like, we'll take two of those. Seems like a bargain. Put them in the cart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you you didn't even think about renting. Oh You're, no, yeah. Bought a house immediately. Were mm-hmm. you surprised? Yeah, I mean, I think we knew what we were getting ourselves into. Just, I mean, first of all, the ignorant part of me had no idea where Nebraska was when my husband first told me we were moving here. But then when we got here, I was like, I was surprisingly shocked in terms of. Um, just the the awesome community out here and the cost of living is so much more affordable um and it's just a great place to raise a family mm-hmm. so. and how many places have you lived Gemeline? well we've lived in we were both born in san diego i worked in new york for a few years uh my husband went to school in arkansas we got married back in san diego we moved here and then most recently our last leg of our season of life was in boston um and then we just moved back from boston uh last summer That serves as just the perfect transition to end this show. Our last song is a San Diego-based band called Augustana. They were from San Diego, but Mm -hmm. they formed at a liberal arts school in the Midwest that had like a religious affiliation. Then they moved back to California, to Mm -hmm. San Diego, to sort of like lift this band up and and do this thing. And that's Augustana. And their biggest song is called Boston. Yes. 
So was that the anthem for you? You were from San Diego and then you moved to Boston? I you feel know, like Augustana just had to play every day. It was like required. It is so funny. I was actually just listening to it this morning because it's such a memorable song in our season of life when we literally when we were packing up to go to Boston, that was the first song we played after we had the dog in the U-Haul. Uh, that was the first song. So I love that song. <laughs> is it bittersweet for you? Did you miss San Diego immediately or were you just excited? Yeah, I mean, when you think of the music, music video how he's playing the piano on the beach it like it's sort of romantic in the sense of I will always always be a beach person whenever I see the ocean I just feel like I'm at home um so that's how it makes me reminisce San Diego but I love the lyrics about you know I'm tired of the weather that is so classic because growing up in San Diego it's literally you get tired of it like 70 degrees every single day I know that sounds so ridiculous it's okay (laughs) we one of the things we will tell ourselves in the Midwest is that we love that we have four seasons and we'll yes. tell ourselves that until we're experiencing uh, the harshest of the <laughs> exactly. season we're in. Exactly. And then we, you know, immediately want to go to someplace like San Diego. <laughs> so let's play Augustana. This is Boston on the mixtape on 90.3 KRNU. In the light of the sun Is there
Wrapping up the mixtape San Diego edition, and uh, I was joined by the lovely Gemeline Griffin, who is from San Diego. Yes. So you can give us a lot more perspective on the music of San Diego, and if if someone had never really realized, because San Diego's music scene doesn't get as much attention as some place yeah. like L.A., yeah. if someone had never realized all of this stuff came out of San Diego, I mean, what would you tell them about the music of San Diego or the people of San Diego? Man, that's such a great question. I think there is... First of all, LA is nothing like San Diego. I always, whenever people tell me, oh, I've been to Southern California, I've been to LA, I'm like, well, you haven't been to San Diego, so don't don't compare the two because it's so different. There's a laid back feeling in San Diego that you don't get anywhere else, even though it's on the coast and it's a larger city. Uh, people are just authentic, and I think in general they care. I mean, not that you don't see that care in other places, it's just a deeper care because, you know, growing up in the inner city streets of San Diego, I you, it's so diverse and there's so many different people from different backgrounds, particularly from Mexico um, and those regions that you just learn how to learn how to love and live together, you know? And so there's this, this sense of acceptance that I don't see other, like I, I am a strong Christian. I have a, a really strong faith, but never did I ever push away any sort of diversity or people who are different than me. And that's how I think of San Diego. I think of people who are just so naturally accepting and love everyone who's around them. So, and the music definitely reflects that. Oh right? yeah, for sure. A lot sure. of the bands that we've played today have sort of this basis in spirituality or mm-hmm. or started from a place of that. Um, you mentioned earlier that you know, maybe it's the weather, maybe it's yeah. the beach. <laughs> exactly. Maybe it's I the don't people. Know. Yep. But there's something special. Yes, yeah. indeed. Will you ever go back? Will you live there again? Oh man, that's the question of the century. I get that question all the time and I really, I never want to say never. Um, certainly Andrew and I are going to eventually buy property out there because we just want our you know, our future family to be able to go out there um, and enjoy the home that we grew up in. Uh, But I don't know, unless it has to be a pretty good opportunity, I think, for us to end up out there to afford that $1 million home. I was going to say, a pretty pretty well-paying opportunity. But the fact that you want to buy property out there and and have your your family, your future family, spend Mm -hmm. time out there probably says everything that we need to know about how much you love San Diego. Yeah, exactly. It's our heart for sure. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, thank you, Casey, for having me. You're amazing. And now I just want to listen to Augustana again. Yes. So let's go do that. If you want to check out the mixtape, go to our Twitter handle. It's at the mixtape KRNU. Gemelin and I made a mix for you, so you'll check it there. See you next week. It's 90.3 KRNU. Interrupting all programs.